Chapters 6 through 10 of the Book of Judith, King James Version. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 6 And when the tumult of men that were about the council was ceased, Holofernes, the chief captain of the army of Ashur, said unto Achior, and all the Moabites before all the company of the other nations, And who art thou, Achior, and the hirelings of Ephraim, that thou hast prophesied against us today? and has said that we should not make war with the people of Israel, because their God will defend them. And who is God but Nebuchadnezzar? He will send his power, and will destroy them from the face of the earth, and their God shall not deliver them. But we, his servants, will destroy them as one man, for they are not able to sustain the power of our horses. For with them we will tread them under foot, and their mountains shall be drunken with their blood, and their fields shall be filled with their dead bodies and their footsteps shall not be able to stand before us. For they shall utterly perish, saith King Nebuchadnezzar, Lord of all the earth. For he said, None of my word shall be in vain. And thou, Achior, and hireling of Ammon, which hast spoken these words in the day of thine iniquity, shall see my face no more from this day, until I take vengeance of this nation that came out of Egypt. And then shall the sword of mine army, and the multitude of them that serve me, pass through thy sides, and thou shalt fall among their slain when I return. Now therefore my servants shall bring thee back into the hill country, and shall set thee in one of the cities of the passages, and thou shalt not perish till thou be destroyed with them. And if thou persuade thyself in thy mind that they shall be taken, let not thy countenance fall. I have spoken it, and none of my words shall be in vain. Then Holofernes commanded his servants that waited in his tents to take Achior and bring him to Bethulia and deliver him into the hands of the children of Israel. So his servants took him and brought him out of the camp into the plain, and they went from the midst of the plain into the hill country and came unto the fountains that were under Bethulia. And when the men of the city saw them, they took up their weapons and went out of the city to the top of the hill. And every man that used a sling kept them from coming up by casting of stones against them. Nevertheless, having gotten privily under the hill, they bound Achior and cast him down, and left him at the foot of the hill, and returned to their lord. But the Israelites descended from their city, and came unto him, and loosed him, and brought him to Bethula, and presented him to the governors of the city, which were in those days Ozias the son of Micah, of the tribe of Simeon, and Chabras the son of Gathaniel, and Charmas the son of Michiel. And they called together all the ancients of the city, and all their youth ran together, and their women to the assembly. And they set Achior in the midst of all their people. Then Ozias asked him of that which was done. And he answered, and declared unto them the words of the council of Holofernes, and all the words that he had spoken in the midst of the princes of Ashur, and whatsoever Holofernes had spoken proudly against the house of Israel. Then the people fell down and worshipped God, and cried unto God, saying, O Lord God of heaven, behold their pride, and pity the low estate of our nation, and look upon the face of those that are sanctified unto thee this day. Then they comforted Achior and praised him greatly. And Ozias took him out of the assembly unto his house, and made a feast to the elders, and they called on the God of Israel all that night for help. Chapter 7 The next day Holofernes commanded all his army and all his people which were come to take his part 
that they should remove their camp against Bethulia, to take aforehand the ascents of the hill country, and to make war against the children of Israel. Then their strong men removed their camps in that day, and the army of men of war was an hundred and seventy thousand footmen, and twelve thousand horsemen, beside the baggage, and other men that were afoot among them, a very great multitude. And they camped in the valley near Bethula, by the fountain, and they spread themselves in breadth over Dothiam, even to Belname, and in the length from Bethula unto Cinnamon, which is over against Esdraelon. Now the children of Israel, when they saw the multitude of them, were greatly troubled, and every one said to his neighbor, Now will these men lick up the face of the earth, for neither the high mountains, nor the valleys, nor the hills are able to bear their weight. Then every man took up his weapons of war, and when they had kindled fires upon their towers, they remained and watched all that night. But in the second day Holofernes brought forth all his horsemen in the sight of the children of Israel, which were in Bethulia, and viewed the passages up to the city, and came to the fountains of their waters, and took them, and set garrisons of men of war over them, and he himself removed toward his people. Then came unto him all the chief of the children of Esu, and all the governors of the people of Moab, and the captains of the seacoast, and said, Let our Lord now hear a word, that there be not an overthrow in thine army. For this people of the children of Israel do not trust in their spears, but in the height of the mountains wherein they dwell, because it is not easy to come up to the tops of their mountains. Now therefore, my Lord, fight not against them in battle array, and there shall not so much as one man of thy people perish. Remain in thy camp, and keep all the men of thine army, and let thy servants get into their hands the fountain of water, which issueth forth of the foot of the mountain. For all the inhabitants of Bethula have their water thence, so shall thirst kill them, and they shall give up their city, and we and our people shall go up to the tops of the mountains that are near, and will camp upon them, to watch that none go out of the city. So they and their wives and their children shall be consumed with fire, and before the sword come against them, they shall be overthrown in the streets where they dwell. Thus shall thou render them an evil reward, because they rebelled, and met not thy person peaceably. And these words pleased Holofernes and all his servants, and he appointed to do as they had spoken. So the camp of the children of Ammon departed, and with them five thousand of the Assyrians, and they pitched in the valley, and took the waters, and the fountains of the waters of the children of Israel. Then the children of Esu went up with the children of Ammon, and camped in the hill country, over against Dothaim, and they sent some of them toward the south, and toward the east, over against Ekrebel, which is near unto Cushai, that is, upon the brook Mukmur. And the rest of the army of the Assyrians camped in the plain, and covered the face of the whole land, and their tents and carriages were pitched to a very great multitude. Then the children of Israel cried unto the Lord their God, because their heart failed, for all their enemies had compassed them round about, and there was no way to escape out from among them. Thus all the company of Ashur remained about them, both their footmen, chariots, and horsemen, four and thirty days, so that all their vessels of water failed all the inhabitants of Bethulo. And the cisterns were emptied, and they had not water to drink their fill for one day, for they gave them drink by measure. Therefore their young children were out of heart, 
and their women and young men fainted for thirst and fell down in the streets of the city and by the passages of the gates and there was no longer any strength in them then all the people assembled to ozias and to the chief of the city both young men and women and children and cried with a loud voice and said before all the elders god be judge between us and you for ye have done us great injury in that ye have not required peace of the children of ashur for now we have no helper but god hath sold us into their hands that we should be thrown down before them with thirst and great destruction now therefore call them unto you and deliver the whole city for a spoil to the people of holofernes and to his army for it is better for us to be made a spoil unto them than to die for thirst for we will be his servants that our souls may live and not see the death of our infants before our eyes nor our wives nor our children to die we take to witness against you the heaven and the earth and our god and lord of our fathers which punisheth us according to our sins and the sins of our fathers that he do not according as we have said this day then there was great weeping with one consent in the midst of the assembly and they cried unto the lord god with a loud voice then said ozias to them brethren be of good courage let us yet endure five days in the which space the lord our god may turn his mercy towards us for he will not forsake us utterly and if these days pass and there come no help unto us i will do according to your word and he dispersed the people every one to their own charge and they went unto the walls and towers of their city and sent the women and children into their houses and they were very low brought in the city chapter eight now at that time judith heard thereof which was the daughter of merari the son of ox the son of joseph the son of azel the son of elsha the son of ananias the son of gideon the son of raphaim the son of athito the son of elu the son of eliab the son of nathaniel the son of samuel the son of selasadal the son of israel and manassas was her husband of her tribe and kindred who died in the barley harvest for as he stood overseeing them that bound sheaves in the field the heat came upon his head and he fell on his bed and died in the city of bethula and they buried him with his fathers in the field between dothame and balamo so judith was a widow in her house three years and four months and she made her tent upon the top of her house and put on sackcloth upon her loins and wear her widow's apparel and she fasted all the days of her widowhood save the eaves of the sabbaths and the sabbaths and the eaves of the new moons and the new moons and the feasts and the solemn days of the house of israel she was also of a goodly countenance and very beautiful to behold and her husband manassas had left her gold and silver and men servants and maid servants and cattle and lands and she remained upon them and there was none that gave her an ill word as she feared god greatly now when she heard the evil words of the people against the governor that they fainted for lack of water for judith had heard all the words that ozias had spoken unto them and that he had sworn to deliver the city unto the assyrians after five days then she sent her waiting woman that had the government of all things that she had to call ozias and chabris and charmus the ancients of the city and they came unto her and she said unto them hear me now o ye governors of the inhabitants of bethula for your words that ye have spoken before the people this day are not right 
touching this oath which he made and pronounced between god and you and i have promised to deliver the city to our enemies unless within these days the lord turn to help you and now who are ye that have tempted god this day and stand instead of god among the children of men and now try the lord almighty but ye shall never know anything for ye cannot find the depth of the heart of man neither can ye perceive the things that he thinketh then how can ye search out god that hath made all these things and know his mind or comprehend his purpose nay my brethren provoke not the lord our god to anger for if he will not help us within these five days he hath power to defend us when he will even every day or to destroy us before our enemies do not bind the counsels of the lord our god for god is not as man that he may be threatened neither is he as the son of man that he should be wavering therefore let us wait for salvation of him and call upon him to help us and he will hear our voice if it please him for there arose none in our age neither is there any now in these days neither tribe nor family nor people nor city among us which worship gods made with hands as hath been aforetime for the which cause our fathers were given to the sword and for a spoil and had a great fall before our enemies but we know none other god therefore we trust that he will not despise us nor any of our nation for if we be taken so all judea shall lie waste and our sanctuary shall be spoiled and he will require the profanation thereof at our mouth and the slaughter of our brethren and the captivity of the country and the desolation of our inheritance will he turn upon our heads among the gentiles wheresoever we shall be in bondage and we shall be an offence and a reproach to all them that possess us for our servitude shall not be directed to favour but the lord our god shall turn it to dishonour now therefore o brethren let us show an example to our brethren because their hearts depend upon us and the sanctuary and the house and the altar rest upon us moreover let us give thanks to the lord our god which trieth us even as he did our fathers remember what things he did to abraham and how he tried isaac and what happened to jacob in mesopotamia of syria when he kept the sheep of laban his mother's brother for he hath not tried us in the fire as he did them for the examination of their hearts neither hath he taken vengeance on us but the lord doth scourge them that come near to him to admonish them then said ozias to her all that thou hast spoken hast thou spoken with a good heart and there is none that may gainsay thy words for this is not the first day wherein thy wisdom is manifested but from the beginning of thy days all the people have known thy understanding because the disposition of thine heart is good but the people were very thirsty and compelled us to do unto them as we have spoken and to bring an oath upon ourselves which we will not break therefore now pray thou for us because thou art a godly woman and the lord will send us rain to fill our cisterns and we shall faint no more then said judith unto them hear me and i will do a thing which shall go throughout all generations to the children of our nation ye shall stand this night in the gate and i will go forth with my waiting woman and within the days that ye have promised to deliver the city to our enemies the lord will visit israel by mine hand but inquire not ye of mine act for i will not declare it unto you till the things be finished that i do 
Then said Ozias and the princes unto her, Go in peace, and the Lord God be before thee, to take vengeance on our enemies. So they returned from the tents, and went to their wards. Chapter 9 Judith fell upon her face, and put ashes upon her head, and uncovered the sackcloth wherewith she was clothed. And about the time that the incense of that evening was offered, in Jerusalem in the house of the Lord, Judith cried with a loud voice, and said, O Lord God of my father Simeon, to whom thou givest a sword to take vengeance of the strangers, who loosened the girdle of a maid to defile her, and discovered the thigh to her shame, and polluted her virginity to her reproach. For thou sayest, It shall not be so, and yet they did so. Wherefore thou givest their rulers to be slain, so that they died their bed in blood, being deceived, and smotest the servants with their lords, and the lords upon their thrones and has given their wives for a prey, and their daughters to be captives, and all their spoils to be divided among thy dear children, which were moved with thy zeal, and abhorred the pollution of their blood, and called upon thee for aid. O God, O my God, hear me also, a widow, for thou hast wrought not only those things, but also the things which fell out before, and which ensued after. Thou hast thought upon the things which are now, and which are to come. Yea, what things thou didst determine were ready at hand, and said, Lo, we are here, for all thy ways are prepared, and all thy judgments are in thy foreknowledge. For behold, the Assyrians are multiplied in their power, they are exalted with horse and man, they glory in the strength of their footmen, they trust in shield and spear and bow and sling, and know not that thou art the Lord that breakest the battles, the Lord is thy name throw down their strength in thy power, and bring down their force in thy wrath. For they have purposed to defile thy sanctuary, and to pollute the tabernacle where thy glorious name resteth, and to cast down with sword the horn of thy altar. Behold their pride, and send thy wrath upon their heads. Give into mine hand, which am a widow, the power that I have conceived. Smite by the deceit of my lips the servant with the prince, and the prince with the servant, Break down their stateliness by the hand of a woman. For thy power standeth not in multitude, nor thy might in strong men. For thou art a God of the afflicted, an helper of the oppressed, an upholder of the weak, a protector of the forlorn, a savior of them that are without hope. I pray thee, I pray thee, O God of my Father, and God of the inheritance of Israel, Lord of the heavens and earth, Creator of the waters, King of every creature, hear thou my prayer, and make my speech and deceit to be their wound and stripe, who have purposed cruel things against thy covenant, and thy hallowed house, and against the top of Zion, and against the house of the possession of thy children, and make every nation and tribe to acknowledge that thou art the God of all power and might, and that there is none other that protecteth the people of Israel but thou. Chapter 10 Now after she had ceased to cry unto the God of Israel, and had made an end of all these words, she rose where she had fallen down, and called her maid, and went down into the house in which she abode in the Sabbath days, and in her feast days, and pulled off the sackcloth which she had on, and put off the garments of her widowhood, and washed her body all over with water, and anointed herself with precious ointment, and braided the hair of her head, and put on a tire upon it, and put on her garments of gladness, 
wherewith she was clad during the life of Manasseh her husband. And she took sandals upon her feet, and put about her bracelets, and her chains, and her rings, and her earrings, and all her ornaments, and decked herself bravely to allure the eyes of all men that should see her. Then she gave her maid a bottle of wine and a cruse of oil, and filled a bag with parched corn and lumps of figs, and with fine bread. So she folded all these things together and laid them upon her. Thus they went forth to the gate of the city of Bethulia, and found standing there Ozias and the ancients of the city, Chabris and Charmis. And when they saw her that her countenance was altered, and her apparel was changed, they wondered at her beauty very greatly, and said unto her, The God, the God of our fathers, give thee favor, and accomplish thine enterprises to the glory of the children of Israel, and to the exaltation of Jerusalem. Then they worshipped God. And she said unto them, Command the gates of the city to be opened unto me, that I may go forth to accomplish the things whereof ye have spoken with me. So they commanded the young men to open the gate unto her, as she had spoken. And when they had done so, Judith went out, she and her maid with her, and the men of the city looked after her until she was gone down the mountain, until she had passed the valley, and could see her no more. Thus they went straight forth in the valley, and the first watch of the Assyrians met her, and took her, and asked her, Of what people art thou, and whence comest thou, and whither goest thou? And she said, I am a woman of the Hebrews, and am fled from them, for they shall be given you to be consumed. And I am coming before Holofernes, the chief captain of your army, to declare words of truth, and I will show him a way, whereby he shall go, and win all the hill country, without losing the body or life of any one of his men. Now when the men heard her words, and beheld her countenance, they wondered greatly at her beauty, and said unto her, Thou hast saved thy life, in that thou hast hastened to come down to the presence of our Lord. Now therefore come to his tent, and some of us shall conduct thee, until they have delivered thee to his hands. When thou standest before him, be not afraid in thine heart, but show unto him according to thy word, and he will entreat thee well. Then they chose out of them an hundred men to accompany her and her maid, and they brought her to the tent of Holofernes. Then was there a concourse throughout all the camp, for her coming was noised among the tents, and they came about her as she stood without the tent of Holofernes, till they told him of her. And they wondered at her beauty, and admired the children of Israel because of her. And every one said to his neighbor, Who would despise this people, that have among them such women? Surely it is not good that one man of them be left, who being let go might deceive the whole earth. And they that lay near Holophanes went out, and all his servants, and they brought her into the tent. Now Holophanes rested upon his bed under a canopy, which was woven with purple and gold and emeralds and precious stones. So they showed him of her, and he came out before his tent with silver lamps going before him. And when Judith was come before him and his servants, they all marveled at the beauty of her countenance. And she fell down upon her face and did reverence unto him, and his servants took her up. End of chapters 6 through 10